everyone, welcome to episode 15. How do you define a partner? Welcome to the Succession Secrets Podcast, where you can grow, groom, and graduate from your business in just seven minutes a day. And now, here is your host, Steve Prada. Welcome back. I would like to address a question today that has been bothering me for a while. And since I'm coming from the world where there are a lot of partners, business partners of professional service firms, my background is in investment banking. I had a couple of partners in my firm. I grew up in an accounting firm, KPMG. We had lots of partners. And uh, I've been recently talking with some of my friends and peers. And this thing came up and I thought it's worth having an episode on it. So the question is, and the title of today's episode, how do you define a partner? So the reason I bring this up is because I see many firms where partners seem to not be behaving as entrepreneurs. And to me, a partner is nothing else but a business owner who gets an upside in the business if the business performs well. And I I really see a business owner who gets an upside is really an entrepreneur. And the definition of an entrepreneur is someone who organizes and operates a business or more businesses, several businesses, for greater than normal financial risk. So, if a partner is someone who is organizes and operates for greater than normal financial risk or other risk, then really that person has to behave in that manner. So someone who is promoted from the ranks because they are a good technician, be it an advertising agency, be it an accounting firm, be it a life insurance firm, be it a tax advisory, whatever professional service firm where people are appointed partner over a while, over a period of time, after a period of time of having cut their teeth in the business, they should be more than just a technician. When I was working for KPMG, I remember we had about 500 partners in the UK at that time. And in order for someone to make it partner, they had to be able to generate business. It was not enough to be a great technician to uh, produce perfect audit files, to find all the issues for a company that is potentially a financial risk to that company. It was not enough to be well-loved by clients. If you couldn't generate business, you couldn't bring new clients through the door, then you were not partner material. And if you're not partner material, then it was up or out. Uh, You would either be asked to leave at some point, or if you were so, so great, In customer service, maybe you were kept as a senior manager or a director, but you had a glass ceiling and your income was frozen and you were not getting a part of the profits of the firm. You were getting a salary. So that was the definition of a partner. And what I see for many firms happening in the professional services arena, there are people who are going up in the ranks. They end up being partner. And all they do is they have a bunch, they have a portfolio of clients that they may have inherited from someone else who retired earlier, or they may have, the company may have gotten the business through strong branding through the door, or someone else got the business and handed it down to them, or they're very good at, at writing RFPs, requests for proposal, responding to RFPs, and they were, you know, successful in winning business in a competitive bidding process where the personality was negligible, not so important. It was whoever offers the cheapest price. I see this thing happening, but I don't see many of these people are being really entrepreneurs. They are corporate people who have aged into becoming a partner 
And then what the firm finds over a period of time, the branding has some part to it, but there are limitations to a brand. I mean, when you have big four accounting firms and they all have strong branding, then there's going to be very limited growth after a while because it's basically a war of brands. So to grow a firm like that is to have people who can actually get business, who are rainmakers, who go out and they clinch the business from the competition. And these are the type of people I call partners. But what I see for many firms is that they appoint people who have been very loyal, who have done great technical work, but they're not bringing in clients, and they are getting a piece of the equity. They are being treated as entrepreneurs just because it's the thing to do. If you're in that firm for 15 years, you're expected to be a partner, and if everyone loves you, then they're not going to push you out. They they appoint you partner. So fewer and fewer people in a partnership to actually bring in the bacon, and that's going to slow down the growth of that partnership. So the way to move forward is to reinstate the idea that a partner should be a rainmaker, and then the expectation should be for these people to learn the skill, the craft of developing business for the firm. And also I have, you know, the another approach is going back to entrepreneurship and the definition of it, if that person has to take, assume greater than normal risk, you know, maybe they can do it in a non-financial way. I accept that if someone grows up in a big corporate accounting firm like KPMG, maybe they don't have to take a big financial risk. Maybe they are there, they, they didn't become bona fide entrepreneurs because they didn't want to take the risk. But at least these people should take some risk. At, at least they should take a risk to their self-esteem. They should take the risk of rejection. They should go out and shake some trees. And they should try to bring some clients in and they should be willing to take rejection if the client doesn't want them at that point or it's not the right time. You know, courage. They have to have courage. So that was a little bit of a rant from me today because I really strongly believe that partners have to be business people. I also had some partners in my business who were not really business generators and uh, some of them ended up leaving the firm. And in 2008, I had to let go of one guy who I really liked. He was not a great technician at that point. He had very little business. The, the market was dry, and I let them go. But I brought him back to the business because he was great with people, and he become he grew himself into a business generator. And I asked him to come back to my business. And when I sold it, uh, the buyer was happy to to buy the business with that person. In fact, if I didn't have that person it would have been much harder to sell the business because then I would have been the only salesperson and obviously I couldn't sell myself. So my question for you today is how do you define a partner in a business, in a professional service business or in any business? What is your expectation from someone for becoming your partner? What would you expect them to be able to do as a partner for you and for your business? So this is what I, where I leave it today. Have a great day, and I look forward to catching up with all of you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Succession Secrets Podcast. Make sure you check out SuccessionSecrets.com for archive podcasts and transcripts, and IntrepCoaches.com. That's E-N-T-R-E-P Coaches.com to download your free copy of the Your Terms newsletter.